Hey everybody, I'm Shelby and I'm a Tampa Bay Lightning fan. And I'm Tao, I'm a Carolina Hurricanes fan. And this is High Voltage. Hey guys, welcome to the Game 6 Recap Podcast of the Tampa Bay Lightning versus the New York Islanders. Tao, I'm very upset and disappointed and depressed right now, so before we launch into my monologue about Game 6... Let's look around the league. Montreal won commandingly in Vegas on Tuesday night, and now they are one win away from the Stanley Cup Finals. We found out today that Vegas is going with Rob Leonard over Marc-Andre Fleury in net, and so Rob Leonard is going to get the start for Vegas tonight in goal. Tal, do you agree with that decision, and what do you think is going to happen tonight? Will the Habs make history and advance to the Cup Final, or is Vegas going to hold on and force a Game 7 on Saturday? Well, first, I believe that the Rob Leonard move is the right move. Flurry just has not looked right since he gave up that mistake in Game 4. I think it's the smart move. I think Vegas is making the right move in goalie and goaltending because he has won in this series. I believe he gives them the best chance right now to win. I think his confidence level is higher. But no, I do not think the Vegas Knights force a Game 7. I think we see Habs making history in Canada tonight. Across the border, I think they win the game. They have the goaltending. They have the goal scoring. They are the better team right now. I just do not see Vegas forcing a Game 7. Isn't it crazy that we're even talking about that? I mean, if you had told me... At the start of these playoffs, we would be talking about the Montreal Canadiens being the better team against the Vegas Golden Knights and being one win away from a cup final. I would have slapped you in the face. Like, this is absolutely bonkers. But I do agree with you on the Leonard thing. I think that's the right move for Vegas. You're absolutely right. Fleury has not looked like himself since that huge gaffe he made that cost them the game. And so I think it's the right move. I am hoping personally that Vegas holds on tonight and forces a Game 7 because that'll be on Saturday and my mom is coming into town and I really would love to watch some hockey with her. So I'm pulling for Vegas tonight, but I kind of agree with you. I think the Habs might make history. So we will see what happens. So let's talk about what happened in Game 6 of the Tampa Bay Lightning versus the New York Islanders. Tal, this episode is going to be a little different. I'm going to talk about this game, but mostly I'm going to talk about all the reasons why this game disappointed me. As we all know by now, the Lightning lost game six by a score of three to two in overtime after giving up three straight goals to the Islanders. They had a 2-0 lead at one point and a 2-1 lead going into the third. And even after being 37-1 and this season, including the postseason, when having a lead going into the third, they just were not able to shut this one down and close it out. Now, that's disappointing, right? I, I know we're all disappointed in that. We're disappointed in the turnover from Blake Coleman in front of his own net in overtime that gave the Islanders the game-winning goal. But the disappointment to me runs so much deeper than that. I am unequivocally completely and utterly disappointed in the officiating in this game in the way it was called and more largely I'm so disappointed in the NHL and and this is why 45 seconds into the game Nikita Kucherov the leading point scorer in the playoffs and arguably 
the Lightning's most dangerous offensive player, is illegally cross-checked by Scott Mayfield. Mayfield's cross-check comes from behind, after Cooch has moved the puck, and Mayfield gets him right in the rib area where there isn't any padding. It's a bad hit. It's a penalty. And though we can argue about whether it's a major or a minor penalty, we never get to because it's not called. It's just not called. The ref is right there. He watches this dirty hit and he just shrugs. It isn't called. Cooch leaves the ice after this, never to return. And I am by no means saying this is the only reason the Lightning lost because it wasn't. They rallied after he left the game to put up a 2-0 lead off of an incredible goal by Braden Point, who extended his goal streak to nine games, by the way, and another goal by Anthony Sorelli. But after Cooch leaves, their game plan for this game gets thrown out the window in 45 seconds. And the lines are shuffled and the shifts are longer and there's more weight on the shoulders of the remaining players. The power play of the Lightning now looks anemic without him. It's just, it's just different. So yes, his loss wasn't the reason why we lost this game, but man, could he have helped them win. And it didn't have to be this way. It happened because the NHL, and by extension, its officiating crew, does nothing to protect its star players. What kind of culture do we have in this league? where the leading point scorer in the playoffs can be cross-checked so badly and injured that he is taken out of the game, and you have commentators on a national broadcast saying, Mayfield's been a beast, going after some of the star players on Tampa Bay, and he gets rewarded for it. Keith Jones actually said that. Imagine for a moment if this happened in the NFL. Imagine if in the postseason, the NFL and its referees said, you know what? We're not going to call roughing the passer anymore. It's the playoffs. It's a free-for-all. Go ahead. Go after Tom Brady. Go after Patrick Mahomes. Go after Aaron Rodgers. Go try to take their head off and injure them badly enough so that they can't play. And we won't do anything to stop it. Imagine that just for a second and you will understand how crazy this all is. This is the culture of the NHL. This is them saying, let the boys play. This is the direction they have let this game we all know and love come to, and it's absolute horseshit. We've seen it happen all playoffs. We've seen missed calls like these, like the one that happened with Corey Perry with the high stick to the face that almost ripped his nose off and required stitches no call. We've seen incredulous penalties called, like when Braden Point gets a penalty for goaltender interference after being cross-checked from behind. We've seen it. We've seen it throughout the games this year, and yet each time it happens, I'm still shocked. I'm still in disbelief because I love hockey so much, and I believe in justice and fairness. But each time, it seems I'm disappointed And the sport of hockey suffers because of this. Because do you think that the players don't know this too? Do you think that they don't know that they can get away with this kind of behavior? Because Scott Mayfield wasn't done after this hit to Kucherov. He goes and cross-checks Stamkos at the end of the second period, right into the boards, so badly that Stamkos has a bloody nose. And guess what? No call. 
You don't think he knew he could get away with those types of plays? You don't think Matt Martin knew that when he boarded Ross Colton, who also left the game after that with an injury? Give me a break. It's just, it's unreal. It's not just the refusal to call those kinds of hits, though. In this game, after the Sorelli goal, Alex Kalorn has his hands hooked by the stick of Matthew Barzell. It's a hooking. But it gives Jordan Eberle just enough time and space to get the puck on his backhand and into the back of the net. No call. But the refs call Sergachev on a phantom tripping call late in the game to give the Isles a five on three. Now, listen, I'm not saying that the refs are trying to rig the game for the Islanders or that the NHL has some big conspiracy to force a game seven for TV ratings. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that the culture of the NHL and its officiating has gotten us to this point and that these refs are just absolutely bad at their jobs. They're just bad. There's no malice behind it. They are just not good at their jobs and there's never any punishment for it. There is never media availability or accountability for the way they handle these games. They say, oh, we don't want to impact the outcome of the game. But that's not possible. The refs are always going to impact the game as long as they are on the ice. So call the game by the rule book. Call the game the way the game is supposed to be played. It doesn't seem hard to me. It really doesn't. I'm just so disappointed. And the cherry on top of all of this in this game was that Scott Mayfield was the one who scored the tying goal late in the third. That was his reward, according to Keith Jones, for taking out a star player and making the captain of the Lightning bleed without ever going to the penalty box. And then, of course, as I mentioned before, the Lightning go into overtime and turn the puck over to Bavillier, and the game is lost, and just like that, we're going to Game 7. And for the first time in two years, the Lightning are facing elimination. It's just disappointing that we got here. So to conclude, I'm disappointed that the Lightning lost. I'm disappointed that the classless Islanders fans chanted, fuck you, Stamkos, and that the commentators at NBC glorified dirty plays that injured star players. But most definitely, I am disappointed in the culture of the NHL and its officiating. I'm just disappointed. And that's what I have to say on game six. So, Tal, what are your thoughts? Yeah, terrible, terrible uh, officiating in this game. They started right out of the gate. We had the Kucherov injury. I actually missed the Kucherov injury, but they, I got home and looked at it, and it was a terrible call. He looked like he was struggling to get off the ice, and he tr- even tried to play it through his first shift. It was a terrible call. It should have been cross-checked. And then the Stamkos one, they blatantly missed that one again. He gets his face pushed into the boards. Could have easily broken his nose if it didn't. I just kind of felt like the the refs kind of gave Tampa a way to get the lead and then just stole the game away from them. Then NBC also with their their calling of the game when they were the fans were chanting the FU Stamkos chant, they were glorifying the the fans saying, "Oh my god, the fans are really getting into this one." And they were glorifying the dirty plays all night long. It was just a bad game called by NBC. I don't know how you can sit here and say a player that gets away with injuring one of the top stars in the NHL 
and glorifying those those things. If Aaron Rodgers got injured, like you said, or Patrick Mahomes in the NFL, or even LeBron James in the NBA, we would be having people being rioting for it and being like, you know, you can't be making these calls. You can't be having these people injure these players. And it's not just the first time. We've seen it through other series. We saw it in the Montreal series with Jake Evans. We've seen it multiple times in other series throughout the playoffs. It's it's egregious, and we have to have this stop. It's it's time to finally get some class back in the NHL. Fights fights are fine. Fights are what's part of the game. They let these they let the frustrations off, but you can't have these calls that are just absolutely so brutal that it it could end a team's chances at advances into the Stanley Cup Finals and defend their championship. Because this very well could affect you guys for Game 7. This very well could end your season because we haven't gotten a true full update if Kucherov will be able to play. And it's just, it's terrible. And it's it should not happen this way. And I'm sorry and disappointed for you and disappointed for your team. As a fan of hockey, We're all I think we're all disappointed. Unless you're an Islanders fan, you're probably celebrating right now and you're probably like yeah we we beat tampa we kept the coliseum alive you're probably throwing beer cans at your own players yeah and i heard clutterbuck had to knock one of them out of the air and that was that was even stupider in my my opinion they were throwing beer cans at the end of the game they were launching all kinds of stuff on the ice and the official and the nbc all the nbc decides to say oh that's a problem that's an issue. I don't get it why they're doing this. Is they're acting like they just beat the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning and they're going to Stanley Cup Finals. They kind of did. I mean, in a sense, they took the advantage back. They took the advantage back. They they injured a player that may not return. They kind of did. Almost feel like they beat him in a game seven. It it did feel that way. That's that's what was so crushing. Like it it felt like all of a sudden. Our backs were against the wall. It, it's not a feeling that we're used to because going into Game 7, this is the first elimination game that the Lightning will have faced since Game 4 against Columbus in 2019. We took every series in five or six games in our run to the Cup, and in this playoffs we've taken every series in six games and then five. We, we just haven't been here in a long time. And I think that's why it feels so strange. And it feels worse because of the way it happened. Like what I said before with, you know, the officiating, the culture of the NHL, the way the Islanders fans are, the way the NBC commentators are. It's just weird. And I think you're totally right. Like if this, like I was saying, like, look, imagine if this happened in the NFL. Imagine if this happened in the NBA. It There would be riots, like you said. It's just, it's madness. Yeah. But Tal, let's let's look towards Game Seven. We haven't gotten an update on Kucherov. Do you think he's going to be able to play, or is Matthew Joseph going to draw into the lineup? Well, if I do have to say one thing about NHL players, they are gritty. They are tough. They're like NFL players. I do believe Kucherov will play. I think he'll stick it through unless he has some crazy injury, like he broke his ribs, which is very possible. I see Kucherov playing. I don't see him missing it. I think it was probably a one of those things where they kept him out for the rest of the game so he doesn't re-injure his hip or really have any extra issues because you guys were leading one no, nothing after the first and were looking in command of the game. So I think they kind of might have kept him out for maintenance reasons. And 
the injury could have been, you know, worse than that the injury, and I don't know that answer. <clears throat> I do think Kucherov will play. I think you guys will come out fighting. I think you'll come out mad, frustrated, ugly. It might be an ugly game again with the officiating. NBC hasn't called a very good game throughout this entire postseason run for Tampa anyway, except for the Carolina series. I felt like they actually called the games pretty pretty well. But the this series, they've been egregious, celebrating every time the Islanders do something wrong. I think you'll win game seven. I think you come out and you fight it. I think you just got the Islanders' best punch. I think they came out and were like, oh, we're going to be dirty. We just lost 8 nothing. We're going to get some some type of revenge. But I do expect Kucherov to play. And if, if not, I do think Matthew Joseph will return. And I think you guys have the ability to play without Kucherov. You've done it all season long. You were a dominating team at one point. I believe Vazzy won 12 games at home straight. So you guys are a very dominant team, even without Kucherov. I think it takes a an advantage out of your hands because Kucherov is such a good player and he leads the NHL in points in the playoffs. But I think you guys find a way to win Game 7 and put it put it into not just the Islanders but the end of the Coliseum. Well, Tal, I really hope you're right. I Game 7 obviously is huge. It's a huge position to be in, and it is unfamiliar, like I said before. The Kucherov thing, I'm obviously hoping and praying to the higher power that he's able to play because you could tell where his absence was felt, and it was definitely on the power play. That power play looked straight up bad with Palat in his place. Like, I know Palat was playing there for most of the regular season, but it's the way teams respond when Kucherov is on the ice that gives the Lightning power play its advantage because teams give him so much respect. In the game last night, in game six, when the Lightning had a chance in the third period on the power play to put this game away, the Islanders gave Andre Pallott absolutely no respect. Like, when he got the puck, they didn't care. They just went and guarded Point and Stamkos because they, they, they didn't respect him. Not like they respect Kucherov. You know, like, the movement just wasn't there because the Islanders didn't respect it anymore because they knew Cooch was gone. So I'm really hoping we get Cooch back. And if we don't, I totally think Matthew Joseph is going to draw in. I think he'll probably come into the fourth line and then either Tyler Johnson is going to be moved up and then Anthony Sorelli will be moved up to the first line and so on. It'll definitely be different lines. I had a question for you. Could we could we see the reemergence of um, Pierre Boulay back? Could he return? A- Alex Barboulet? I don't think so. I think, I think Cooper goes to Joseph. He has playoff experience. He was, you know, riding the bench with us through the bubble to the Stanley Cup last year. Got some playing time, you know, in that. He has experience. Alex Barboulet, to me, didn't really impress during the regular season. I think you go with Joseph. I think that's the obvious choice. Well, I was just wondering because he he did have that, that line experience up top. They did they did move him quite up top later on in the regular season, so it felt like they might have. I believe he had some power play opportunities too, so I just I didn't know how you felt that maybe they bring him in. But I, I kind of see what you're saying. Matthew Joseph has that playoff experience. He had the playoff run last year with Tampa, I believe, and – so you guys, you're probably right. He'll probably bring Matthew Joseph up for that fourth line, um, move someone up from the fourth line to the third line, and then probably put Pilata or put that experience up on the first. I put Yanni Gord on the first, but that's just me. Well, Cooper was trying a lot of different combinations after the loss of Kucherov because, you know, we went down to 11 forwards, which 
we we have played a lot with 11 forwards during our playoff runs and during the regular season but that's by design and it's usually you have you know the extra defenseman in there the other thing to watch for on this is going to be whether Chernak returns and that whole situation but um when you play with 11 forwards like and you intentionally do it that's one thing in this game we went down to 11 forwards and it just scrambled everything so we did see Yanni Gord up on that first line we saw Stamkos we saw Sorelli um and I think John Cooper decided Sorelli was the best option after he assisted on the Braden point goal and so that's how the lines kind of stayed for the rest of the game but it'll be interesting to see I think Sorelli would probably be the person moved up to that first line if you know, we go nuclear and Cooch isn't able to return. It is just really weird because we didn't get any kind of update throughout the game. Typically, the Lightning will announce, you know, so-and-so is not going to return for the remainder of the game. We never heard anything about that. Cooper didn't have an update for us in the post-game presser, not in his media availability today. So really, we, we just don't know. I do have a source on Twitter named April. She's awesome. She goes to the airports when the boys like take off and land. And she did report that Kucherov drove home in his own car. So he was able to drive himself home. Do with that information what you will. It could mean nothing. But yeah, I I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens. You, you guys here. were actually down to 10 Fords at one point in the game. There was a. There was, oh yeah, because Ross yeah, Colton was, was taken out injuries. briefly yeah. by the hit from Matt Martin. Yeah, it was just it was a clusterfuck, quite honestly. But I don't want to think about Game Six anymore. I am now looking towards Game Seven. We do have a home ice advantage, and we do know the statistic about the Tampa resilience that they're twelve and zero after a loss in the playoffs, going back to last year. But statistics are just numbers. I've said this to Tao. Anything can happen in the playoffs. Nothing is guaranteed. I think what makes me so emotional about this Game 7 is that this is potentially the last time we could see this core group of players who have been together for six, seven years. It is their last shot as a team, as a group. They kind of got a mortgage on their future this year with the Kucherov hip surgery combined with the shortened season that allowed these boys to play together for one more year. But this is all we have. After this year, the expansion draft will happen. Cap issues will force us to trade great players away. And we just will never see this same team again. So that's what makes this game feel so heavy and so important. And I think the players know that. Ultimately, though, I believe in this team still. I believe in us as a group. I believe in our goaltending, our goal scorers, and our coaching staff. And surprisingly, I still believe in justice, and I still believe in this team, and I will believe in this team until the clock hits zero tomorrow night. So tomorrow night, when we are all watching Game 7, continue to believe in this team and treasure every single moment you get to watch this group play. No matter what happens tomorrow night, enjoy every single second and be grateful you get to witness this group and hopefully we will all witness greatness together. So that is all for today. And as always and forever, go Bolts.